What is going on? What is going on? Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sorry about last podcast, um, and sorry that this one's coming out so late. Last podcast, I wasn't feeling good. If anybody's ever lived in Texas, you know how the weather changes drastically from time to time, so my allergies were acting up. Other than that, sorry for the late podcast. Family came into town. I had almost 10 people in my house, and it was more than more than I could handle, and it didn't give me enough time to report a, co- uh, record a podcast. So... Now, we are on part four, uh, was it part four, is that that, that listed as part four, ten, one, two, anyways, long story short, we're on the part, we're on the, uh, f- the fourth part of this, of a five part, um, little series that I'm doing on 10 steps to the sale. Um, before we get started though, you know where to connect with me, Tony Story on Facebook, T-O-N-Y Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. You also can connect with me on um, Instagram at TNTDad2728, at TNTDad2728. And the very last one that you can connect with me on is on LinkedIn. Once again, it's Tony, in parentheses, in parentheses Anthony, and then Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Okay, so let's move on to the episode. So this is a five-part series. This is the fourth part. So we're going to be closing the deal and touring the dealership and doing an aftermarket or a TO to aftermarket and finance. So now that you've uh, overcome all the objections and you've negotiated the the terms of the sale, um, you're going to move on to closing the deal. So they've said yes, they've agreed to all numbers, you're going to move on now, okay? Um, Either you've taken a credit application before this point or you're going to take credit application at this point. But we're going to go over a few quick things. Make sure that you get all your documents. Your sales manager is going to push the deal over and create a deal number. Um, Before we get started on that, I have a Word document or a Google Drive document. So if you just instant message me, uh, DM me, whatever, whatnot, I can provide that document. So basically it breaks down your deals for the month. So you can put your deal number, your first name, or your customer's name, the finance manager, whether you've gotten paid on that deal or whatnot, and it just kind of lists it out for you. So don't uh, hesitate to hit me up on that. So it helps you keep track of your sales throughout the month. Um, so here we go. You close the deal, you got your deal number, and your desk manager should be printing out all your documents that are needed to get your deal in your folder and into finance. Um, there's going to be two different ways a folder is going to be given to you. So some dealerships, I've worked at dealerships where a folder has already been pre-filled out. It's going to have uh, everything like your what's required document-wise, uh, your VIN bearer, your payoff. It's all going to be on that folder itself. Sometimes that might not exist, um, like AutoNation, Sonic, and so on and so forth. They just print that uh, checklist out, and then you get all the documents that the manager prints out, and then you get the other documents from your uh customer okay so make sure you got all the all the all the proper documents that you need so now that you've got the customer to say yes uh once again sorry for my allergies now that you got the customer to say yes good job i i'm so happy for you um but don't uh get too excited don't uh um what is it called um pre-nut or whatever in your pants um, you have to finish the deal. The deal still has to go to finance. The vehicle still has to be delivered. Everything at this point should have been disclosed. Make sure you're transparent to your customer, and I'll go into a different uh, episode of that and kind of go through detail on that. Okay, so you take all the documents out, whether it be a buyer's order, WEO, VIN verification, odometer statement, payoff form, um, whatever documents that the manufacturer requires, you take those documents out. 
make sure you learn those documents. So if you're shadowing somebody or if you don't know what a specific document is, make somebody explain that document to you. Um, so what happens is, is you're going to say, customers are going to say yes. You take all these documents out. These documents are essential to get signed so that your process goes smooth and to getting into finance and getting the vehicle delivered, delivered in a timely manner. Okay. So, um, when you present these documents, make sure you get practice presenting these documents. Don't freeze up. You've already closed the deal. Customers already agreed to numbers, whether it be drive out payment, so on and so forth. Customer has already agreed to numbers. So in this document, you're usually going to have a buyer's order. We owe ver then verification. Um, you're also going to have uh, a payoff form. Uh, you might have a checklist that you're going to staple to the folder. Uh, it's going to have certain things that you're going to need in order to get this deal into finance. On the buyer's order, do not hesitate to present the numbers properly. Hey, Mr. Customer, these are the same agreed upon numbers that we just went over. It just has to be in this format because it's more detailed. So I just need you to sign here down at the bottom and then uh, move on to the next document. This right here is the WEO, Mr. Customer. This is saying us as a dealership do not does not own you any does not owe you anything and you only owe us a down payment. Or if you promise floor mats, uh, bed cover, bed liner, whatever it may be, don't don't skip this step. Don't do not forget what you promised that customer if there was anything on the WEO. Um, Mr. Customer, you know that um, mail that was in the tower, we're gonna take that out. By the way, you can't deliver a vehicle that has a flat. So long story short, make sure you're promising everything and get that on that WEO, okay? The other thing is on your payoff. There's a couple, so there's a couple different ways you can get a payoff. You can get it through whether it be Route 1, Dealer Track, you can get that information. Your manager will typically pull it if it's with y'all's lenders. If not, you have to use the manufacturer's um, payoff uh, form, whether it be Ford, Toyota, Audi, so on and so forth. Make sure you're getting an accurate payoff. You do not want to be responsible for any underpayment by the dealership to the bank. Um, if you do get a payoff form and it's a per diem rate, verify that it's not a one day payoff. If it is, you need to add a per diem rate to that payoff. So you need to add, and to be on the safe side, add a 20 day per diem rate to that. If the customer said they just made a payment this morning, you have to use the payoff that's on the payoff form. The customer will get the difference back in a check from either the bank or you as a dealership. So make sure that you're doing everything you can to make sure your payoff is right. Because at the end of the day, the customer will be held responsible for the remaining balance by the bank if it's not paid off. And then that creates, creates a bad survey that creates just a whole lot of issues that you don't want to deal with. Make sure you're getting all that information that you need, okay? So once you've done that, um, you need to move on to the credit application, driver's license, insurance card. Okay, so now when we get to the credit application, make sure you're very clear about this. Make sure that you're getting the credit application filled out as if it was the driver's license. This is how the vehicle is going to be titled. Um, so take a look at the driver's license because you're going to need to make a copy of this and you're going to need to make a copy of your insurance card. Look at the driver's license. Make sure that it's not uh, expired. Um, some banks don't require a driver's license. Most states do require some form, some form of identity that has not expired. So make sure that you have a driver's license, ID, um, passport, whatever it may be that is required by your state in order to title the vehicle and make sure that, it's not, that it is not expired. Also on the insurance card, make sure you don't get a predated or a post-dated insurance card. Make sure you get the insurance card that's valid for that time. I will tell you this much though, if you do get an insurance card and it's five days from, it's gonna expire five days from the time you contract, you need to get another insurance card that's gonna predate it 
that will cover you from the day the day it expires forward on because it will be required by your tax office. It, it, it takes about 10 to 15 business days for your paperwork to get to the tax office so they can get the license plate, okay? All right, so now that we're clear about that, um, when you have a customer fill out the credit application, make sure they fill that credit, app credit application out um, to the fullest. Don't leave anything on the table. When you fill out that credit application, make sure that if you do have a special finance deal, you pay attention specifically 100% to that credit application. Now, the reason why I say special finance is you have to collect a little bit more data, but you need to fill out every credit application as if you're filling, shit, filling it out for special finance. Do it correct 100% of the time. That way you're consistent with your process. All right, so when the credit application says that the fill out the address and they fill that out and they've only been there for a year, you need to look at the credit application and see if it asks for an address that is required for two years or longer, or two years or longer. So if, two years or longer. Yeah, so if, the, if they've been there for a year, they need to put the second address that they were at. Also on the job, if they've been at their job for less than two years, a month, a six, six months, make sure you pull, fill out the job that was done before that. Now be very careful about this though because some customers have worked at the same company and just got out by a different, manu uh, by a different manufacturer. That counts as the same job, whether they just got bought out six months ago or a year ago, it counts as the same, same job, even if they've only been there for a month, but they've been with that company for 10 months and they got they were purchased or got bought out, it does cover them for that, okay? When you're filling out the income, or one quick keynote, make sure you get the phone number of the, uh, the uh, company that they work at. The reason why you wanna get this is because in finance, it slows a whole lot down. When you get that phone number, um, finance doesn't have to Google it or anything like that. It just makes it that much quicker uh, so that when you get into finance, it's a smooth process. At this point in time, you need to also get the income of that customer. It says gross salary on most credit applications that I've ever seen. So make sure you're getting the gross salary of that customer. Gross salary is everything before any, or what they get paid before any deductions, whether that be Medicare, child support, um, um, uh, taxes, whatever their gross salary, what they get paid before any deductions, that's what they make. So for instance, if the customer makes $10 an hour, you need, you need to do a simple math, take 10 times 40 for a 40 hour work week, take 40 times it by 52, because that's 52 weeks in a month, and then you divide it by 12. That is your, that is your customer's gross salary. The reason why this is key is not so much for customers that have good credit, it is vital for customers that have uh, bad or second chance credit. The reason why is most banks value off of, or that most banks will lend off of PTI and DTI. These two uh, common terms, payments to income, debt to income, is key. The reason why you wanna do this too is because it, it allows you to get the most money so the customer allow, it makes the most money so whenever they do send it to the banks, they don't have to cut your deal in order to get the deal approved. It gives you more money in your pocket, okay? So make sure you're getting those two key things. Um, other than that, if they do work overtime, most banks will accept overtime if they've been there for 90 days or, 100, or 180 days. So make sure you're getting that, that also. Say, hey, Mr. Customer, have you been there for 90 days? Yes, okay, so we can count that overtime. Make sure you do, you do the proper math on that. Also get all the STIPs printed out. STIPs are stipulations by the banks, whether it be bank, uh, um, bank statements, uh, 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 printed check statements. Um, also, if they need references, 
if they need proof of proof of everything, proof of uh, residence, proof of uh, uh, employment, everything that you're going to need on a special finance deal. And that's going to be a whole different podcast. But I just want to make sure that you're all very clear on this because I don't want people to sometimes think they have a closed deal, but they really don't because you're going to need a special finance uh, deal done. Most of the time, your manager will let you know up front, okay? Once you've done all this, got the customer sign everything, take it back up to the desk, take it back up to the sales manager, make sure the manager flips through the folder, reviews all your documents, and that you've checked off whatever you need to check off or the, or the manager checks off what they need to check off, and they sign off on the deal so it goes into finance. Once you get that deal into finance, log it on the board. Uh, if you have a finance operation that has you uh, log the deals. If you don't, make sure it goes into the finance manager that properly needs to be handed to. So, so many times that I've seen in the car business is that the folder has gotten logged and nothing has gotten done with it. What you need to do is log that folder, take it to the finance manager that is next on that list and hand it to them, okay? That way they know that it's there or let them know that, it's, that they have a deal logged, okay? Uh, also, you can, um, if you have one finance manager, just let them know. Um, the other thing is, is, once you've sealed the deal, closed the deal, reset the clock of the customer. And what I mean by that is, is, hey, Mr. Customer, you are now done with me. We're going to move you on to finance. Um, it's going to take you about 10 to 15, maybe even 20 minutes for finance to get you back there. They have to get the whole deal loaded up, submitted to the banks, approved, uh, so on and so forth. So just Give us about 15 minutes, they'll get you back there, get you all, all, all good to go. What this, is do, what this does is it sets a time expectation, okay? It also sets the fact that uh, the customer knows what their expectation is going to happen, and it resets the clock for them, okay? So once you've done this, um, set the customer out there, take the, finance, take the folder back to finance. So you know how I told you you got to take little nuggets here and there? Remember when you took the vehicle over to... Um, the pre-owned manager to get it appraised, you should have paid attention to that vehicle. What that means is to pay attention to the tire, the warp of the tires. Um, pay attention to whether you got cracked windshield. Uh, pay attention to certain aspects of the vehicle, check engine line. T pay attention to all that stuff. Um, when the customer talked to you about, you know, why they're trading their vehicle, and they said, hey man, I just replaced um, the AC on this, on this vehicle. I just don't want to have any more um, issues, so on and so forth. You can preload the finance manager with that information. Hey, this guy just got his AC repaired. Hey, this guy just got his sunroof repaired. Hey, this guy just has a cracked windshield on his vehicle. Hey, he has ball tires on his vehicle. That way, this customer lives here in the local area. He does all his maintenance with us. It preloads the finance manager with products that they can kind of hit on key points. Um, that way, it makes you more money in your pocket. So once again, that was, that's why it is so vital during the uh, pre-owned portion of or getting the vehicle appraised that you pay attention to the vehicle and let the finance manager know about that stuff okay you close the deal now that you close the deal i want to review back with this make sure you get all the proper documents signed make sure you're getting a 10 15 20 day payoff whatever your uh, dealership requires i always recommend 20. make sure you fill that credit out credit application out properly make sure you get a driver's license form of id whatever it may be that's not expired it's not going to expire and get that back to finance and also get your insurance card so that the uh, customer can drive off with the vehicle. Okay, one quick, one quick note on the insurance card. If the customer, most insurance cards will cover the vehicle that drives off the lot if they're replacing a vehicle. If the customer is not replacing a vehicle and they're buying a whole brand new vehicle, make sure you have the customer call the insurance company to make sure that their vehicle is covered. You do not want to run into an issue on that, okay? 
All right, let's move on. Now we're gonna tour the dealership or do a proper uh, F&I. Actually, I kind of messed up there. You've already turned it over to F&I. Now you're gonna take the customer on a tour of the dealership. You've already turned them over to F&I. One other key thing is, is if your dealership has an aftermarket um, uh, department, make sure that that customer has every opportunity to go to aftermarket. I do not care if it is a um, Toyota Corolla that is base as base can be. Customer said they didn't want anything. There's always product to sell a customer. We live here in Texas. I live here in Texas. You're gonna put tint on every single one of your vehicles because you do not wanna burn during the summer. So make sure if you do have an aftermarket uh, manager, you make that proper TO, TO over to the, uh, cust or to the uh, manager. So if you have Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they just bought a brand new um, Chevy, take that customer back to the aftermarket manager and say, hey, Mr., uh, hey, John, this is, I'm gonna use John very regularly, but hey, John, this is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, they just purchased a, purchased a truck. He had a bed liner in his last truck. He's gonna want to put a bed liner in this vehicle. What this does is put more money in your pocket. Um, it also fills time for you, okay? You've done this. Uh, you, got, you got the after, or you got the turnover. You turn the customer uh, over to F&I. While the customer is waiting on F&I, I highly suggest that you show where the bathrooms are, show where your refreshments are, and then walk them down to the service drive. Before you go to the service drive, how you have your go-to service rider that you can go to and talk to. Say, hey, every time I get a customer, I'm going to bring them down to you. I'm going to introduce that customer to you specifically, and uh, that way they, they're real familiar with the dealership. So now that you've done this, you walk them down to John. Now that's in service because you had John and Aftermark, you got John in service. <laughs> so walk them down to John in service and say, hey, Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, this is John in service. Um, when you bring your vehicle in for maintenance, uh, service, whatever you may need, this is going to be your go-to guy. So make sure when you come in, you come see him. He's going to take care of you. Grab that business card that uh, John has and give it to the um, uh, customer. What this does, and if you properly prepare, properly, properly prepared your service rider, he's going to have all the stuff he needs to get to the customer. And the other key thing is you might want to do this at this point in time, set up the first service appointment, whether it be three months, five or three months or six months from now, have John set that service appointment. Cause what this customer has done is now committed to coming back to this dealership. And now that you've introduced him to the service rider, he now feels like family. He feels like he has two people or three people he can connect to at your dealership and now he feel now that customer or whether it be a, a person or a couple, they now feel comfortable with you. Okay. Also take them back to uh, the collision department or show them where collision is. Say, hey, Mr. Customer, if anything happens to your baby while you own this vehicle, either um, one month from now or six six years from now, go back there, talk to them. They're certified in every aspects of taking care of um, this manufacturer. Go back there and see them and make sure you give them a contact back there or say if they do have an issue make sure to contact you you'll guide them back to the right person back there take them to parts take them to every aspect of the dealership make them feel integrated make them feel make them feel as they're a family with this dealership because what happens is is sales sells the first vehicle service sells every vehicle from this on this point on okay now that you've done that um you walk them back down to F&I and you give them that time to do whatever they need to do, uh, relax, um, take a breather, do whatever they need to do before they get into finance. If you are backed up that day and it's going to take an hour, hour or longer or 30 minutes or longer to deliver that vehicle um, to get through finance or get into finance, you need to start the delivery on the vehicle. Uh, make sure you get the manuals out. It'll be a whole different training. 
But the reason why you want to do that is you want to kill time. You want to make sure that the customer is not is not sitting there uh, calling their families, family or friends up and maybe talking them out of what they think might be a bad decision. You've done everything you can to make that customer make a good decision. Make sure nobody unwinds that uh, deal from unwinds that deal from them talking to somebody and making them feel like it's a bad decision. Okay. All right. So now that you've closed the deal, I've already went over that real quick. Make sure you do a proper F and I. Get the vehicle. Make sure when you get the vehicle appraised, um, you find all the quirks and issues with the vehicle, and then also have them take a tour of the dealership. Make sure they learn everything about that uh, dealership. So they can feel as if they're a family or feel like they're a part of that dealership. Okay. All right, guys. Well, this podcast is about to end. I probably have a little bit more time left, but I actually recorded this podcast. It screwed up. I deleted it all. I don't know how I did it, but long story short, the whole podcast went went uh, out the window. But um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, if y'all want to hit me up, instant message me, uh, DM me. I'll provide y'all with whatever whatever information y'all need. If you like something on this review, make sure you share it. Give it to if you know somebody that's entering into the car business or that has been in the car business that they just need a little refresher course. Make sure you're sharing this with somebody. Share this with people so that everybody can get the word out of you know what we're trying to change in the car business. Um, I know for a fact that I don't come into the dealership to not sell any cars. I come into the dealership to sell cars every day. Okay. Also, if y'all hit me up, I can uh, refer you to any kind of books that I read um, that can kind of get you in a different mindset. Any other podcast that I listen to um, to kind of get your your mind in the right place every day. So once again, I do, I truly, I I do this as a passion project. I don't do this for money. I'm not getting paid by any sponsors. So I truly, truly, truly love that if you share this with people. All right. Well, let me give you all one more uh, West Texas, not West Texas. Let me give you all one more Texas sniff for my allergies. And uh, I appreciate y'all for listening. Y'all know how to connect with me. I'm going to go on forever. Blasey, 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 whatever. Anyways, guys, peace out. Thank y'all for listening. Let's hit this end of this year, end of this, this last week of the month. Let's hit it strong. Let's kill it. Let's do this. Peace. Peace.